0: Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude, a podcast for the multifaceted soul. I'm your host, Kalia, a.k.a. the Spiritual Dog Mom. Light Above Solitude illuminates your path to self-discovery and growth on a soul level through mindset, holistic health, intentional living, and the exploration of elements and tools used in modern spirituality. I'm an unapologetic dog mom who's obsessed with growth and the magical synchronicities of life. I love helping women who feel stuck playing small discover their natural talents and abilities so that they can gain confidence, find purpose, and live a joyful, soul-aligned life. Throughout this podcast, I will be inviting guests to chat on their expertise as well as provide some thoughts of inspiration on being a dog mom. Because truth be told, the dogs in our lives are truly spiritual creatures. Animals have helped me along every step of my journey from the dark side of depression into the light of alignment, and I'm ready to guide you out of solitude and into the light of hope, love, and freedom. So make sure you stay connected at All Alright, time to get lit. Hey, hey, hey! Hello, hello! Welcome to another beautiful week here at Light Above Solitude. I am in Washington State. I I live in Washington State, but today, of course, is very rainy and... Hopefully you can't hear too much of the rain throughout this episode. It is one thing that I really do enjoy about living in a trailer is being able to hear the rain because, you know, the walls are so thin and and it sounds very soothing, but it's not conducive to recording a podcast or anything like that, so I do apologize if you can't hear any rain. Um, I think it's going to be lightening up here soon, so hopefully we'll be okay But I hope you also enjoyed last week's episode about the importance of community. If you haven't heard that episode yet, go ahead and take a listen. It is at lightabovesolitude.com slash 37. It was the 37th episode. I'd love to know your thoughts, so hit me up on Instagram. I am now at the spiritual dog mom. Um, We made a little change, uh, which I talked about in the previous episodes so if you haven't checked that out not only am i talking about community i'm talking about some of the some of the little changes that have happened around here like our new intro if you've noticed so go ahead check that out let me know what you think um at the spiritual dog mom on instagram or at lightabovesolitude.com. i do have that fancy little mic in the bottom corner if you click on that you can go ahead and leave me a voice message if you like But this episode, I want to talk to you um, about storytelling, and about storytelling as it is a tool for self-discovery, because we're all about self-discovery here. Um, Last week, I talked about community, especially as an introvert, so once you're in a community and you find a community that you belong to, how is one supposed to start making and keeping those deeper connections that I personally crave as an introvert in your newfound community? So for me, that all comes down to storytelling and finding my voice within that community. And whether you're a business owner like I am or you're thinking about creating a brand or you're just looking to make meaningful connections within the community that you found, I find that storytelling is like the most important tool for all of those things and is a tool for self-discovery because stories have connected humans for as long as As we can probably remember, we had stories painted on caves walls, my um, Hawaiian heritage, my people. We passed down stories through dance from generation to generation. And stories have always been that one connection for people. We talk a lot about stories on this podcast. We've chatted about tarot and viewing the tarot cards as archetypes and stories all on their own and how those stories could really help us, you know, with the lessons and the things that we're learning to this day and how tarot helps us with those things. So stories are really, really important to us as a human race. They're not only entertaining, but they build trust and compassion and empathy. When you think about your favorite underdog stories or your rags to riches stories, it doesn't take long till you start feeling for them. You feel for the main character. You start rooting them on and and cheering for them and they end up becoming an example of the power that we all have to get what we want in life. And so stories are really, 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 really important. No matter where you use them or how you use them, it's what really bonds us together. The best part is, is we are all storytellers. No matter whether you think you are or not, you are. Think about when somebody asks you about your day, you get home and your partner or whoever you live with asks you about your day. What do you do? You immediately start recalling what had happened. That is a prime example of storytelling. It might not be, you know, Steven Spielberg worthy movie episode or TV show or anything like that, but it's a story nevertheless and it's something that's personal to you if it's that example of talking about your day. Our job here as humans is to figure out what stories we have in us and which ones we are ready to share in a more meaningful way. We need to find our voice to be able to give meaning to the things around us and share what our stories are. Finding stories and lessons in life that you have learned is a super great self-discovery tool. Going through the process of finding meaning within all the things we've gone through gives us a new perspective altogether, especially those harder, more difficult, you know, drastic life events that can seem really bleak. We have to be able to find meaning in those things as well, because I personally believe that there are no... Um, No coincidences that everything happens for a reason and it's our job to figure out those reasons. I have always been somebody who has found silver linings and things, and I've been so thankful for that gift. But being able to take things a step further and go even deeper started giving my life a whole new meaning, and I started finding more and more purpose. And as you guys know, I've dealt with depression a lot in my past, and the one thing that I feel has really pulled me out of depression is finding purpose. And I'm not saying, like, a huge life-altering, this is my life's purpose, though it can be that, but just finding purpose in the day-to-day happenings. Like Ryder, my dog, he gave me purpose on a day-to-day basis. He was there to help me wake up in the morning. That was his purpose. He was there to get me out of bed and go outside. As, um, a young adult, I taught swim lessons, and my purpose during that time in my life was to show these kiddos who, a lot of them, were afraid of water, show them a good time. Tell them, you know, that water is okay if you know how to work with it properly. My purpose was to teach them water safety and, and how to really make the pool or bodies of water a fun thing. Make them not scared anymore. So, How do we do that? How do we, how do we take meaning of these really, really horrible things that happen in our lives, or even just the times when we feel like, what is the purpose of this life? What, why am I even here right now? Those times are, are there to teach us a, a super important life lesson, and it's our job to figure out what that is. So, this last week, I actually spoke at a summit called Dogs Can Change Lives, Canine Careers Worth Barking About. Um, I was a guest speaker at the summit on behalf of my business, Front Seat Writer, and I talked about turning your mess into your message by finding your stories, because Front Seat Writer is all about my dealings with depression and and taking those darker times and making not making light of them, but you know what I mean, turning them around and giving them a new perspective and end up ultimately helping others because I have had this, this dark period in my life. So I also shared, um, a exercise about, how we can go about finding our stories. And like I said, no matter whether you're a business owner or not, or you're creating a brand or not, this is a personal exercise that I've taken myself on a few times during life. And I think it really, really helped me specifically through my self-discovery journey because learning about my life experiences gives you that understanding, which then in turn gives you more of a purpose. In fact, I use this same process to do my Owning My Truth series on the the series that helped me launch this podcast. So I want to walk you through that exercise all about how to find our stories. Um, It's a very basic exercise, so I'm just going to kind of walk you through the main points, but at the end, I'll give you a link um, that'll be in the show notes below that will give you a guide to go in a deeper, a deeper look into this exercise, because I think it really is super important. Like I said, it's something I've walked myself through on numerous occasions. So what I have done to find the stories in my life is to first take out just a piece of paper. And, um, I want you to write down every, (laughs) this might be a lofty thing, this, this might be a time where you're going to have to set aside a good chunk and tell people not to disturb you for a while, but I want you to write down all the experiences you've had in life that you can think of, good, bad, ugly, whatever it is. Include things like, um, obstacles that you've overcome in life or, or big life events like, like weddings or birthdays or moments you're proud of, um, moments that have made you sad. Anything that have, anything that comes to mind, anything that comes to mind, doesn't matter how big, how small, write those things down. And I want you to really remember that this exercise is just for you. So when you start writing a moment that you're not so proud of, remember that you're the only one gonna be looking at this list. This is for you to gain greater clarity and understanding on your life and nobody else has to see this. So I want you to be as open and honest with yourself as you can and try to make a cohesive list. This is also something that you can do on, like I said, I've done it multiple times. You, it doesn't have to be a one and done thing. In fact, it can be a running list. If you think about things that come to mind now, Finish the process and then go back and think about things you're currently dealing with or, you know, as life goes on, keep that running list. Keep a journal open for this exercise, whatever you feel necessary to do if you really enjoy this process. Once you feel really good about the list of experiences and events in your life, I want you to take out a new piece of paper. And on this new piece of paper, I'm going to ask you to write a corresponding entry to every single event you listed. I want you to write at least one reason you are thankful for experiencing that event. And of course, the, the, the fun ones, you know, the weddings and stuff like that, they might be easier to come up with a list of things you're grateful for. But the more difficult times in life, it might be a little bit harder to come up with just one. But I want you to come up with at least one for every single event that you wrote down. Don't cheat yourself on this. Don't cheat yourself. Go ahead and and write anything. A reason you're thankful for that experience or a silver lining that was a result because of the experience happening or just a simple note of gratitude for the lesson that you learned during that experience every event should have a corresponding entry. It could be long, it could be short, whatever you feel is necessary for that time. And once you have an entry and a response, take a moment, go outside, take a break. Just let it sit there for a little bit. Don't overthink things. You know, I I always get in my head about, oh, I have to do this exercise perfectly. I have to remember all the events. I have to not miss, not miss the reason why I'm thankful for it. Not miss a, you know, life lesson. It doesn't matter. This, like I said, you can keep going back to this exercise as many times as you feel you need with the same events if you feel you need to. So just take a break, walk away from it for a little bit, go play outside with the dogs 15, 20 minutes, whatever you need to do, get a cup of coffee, whatever. Once you feel like you can come back to the situation, come back to the exercise, and look over every entry and response that you have created. And I want you to look for some overarching themes in your life or big, big takeaways that really, really stand out to you. You can mark those with a highlighter. You can create a a separate list of the things that stand out to you. Whatever you feel is necessary, you can even create another column, like if you were putting um, you know, the left part of your paper as an event, make a middle section, make it your response to the event, and a third section is your overarching theme or lesson from that event. Whatever you feel is helpful for you in how to organize this process. Are there a number of events that have helped teach you the same lesson in life? That lesson can now become a comp or a compilation of lessons, can now become your message or something that you really stand for in life. Cuz I'll tell you, I went through so much depression that there were times, days, months, probably years at some point where I couldn't even tell you What I stood for. I I didn't care, (laughs) for one, but I'm a really big person in thinking that everything has meaning. And if we don't find the meaning or the purpose for that thing, then it was pointless to go through. Why did I have to go through heartbreak? Why did I have to go through dark times in my life if they didn't ultimately work out for my good? Because in my belief now, my belief system is that the universe. God, source, creation, whatever you want to call him, her, it, everything in this universe is working for you. It's, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. It's not, you know, out to get you. God isn't punishing you for something you did in third grade a while ago. (laughs) Like, that isn't it. I feel that everything in this life that you have gone through is all working for the betterment of your soul. And if we don't take the time to really figure out what that is, I it feels like such a waste. It feels like like going through pain for no reason brings more pain in my opinion. Like che- if we cheat ourselves out of taking a deeper look into these situations, we're never going to find the message in the mess, right? We're never going to find the lesson that we need to learn. And from my experience, whether you've learned the lesson or you're still learning the lesson or you haven't found the lesson, the universe is going to throw that at you numerous, numerous times. I can't tell you how many times to be like, oh, why am I going through this again? I thought I've healed from this. But it's not that you're going through it again, it's that you now have a chance to show the universe how much you've changed, to show the universe how much you appreciate the fact that your growth is happening, that you're still learning, you're still growing, and and your perspective on things have changed. And once you can prove that you're over that, you might have a few other times getting tested with that same lesson to really drive home the fact that you've changed. But then we're gonna start working on something else. Maybe your soul was called down here to work on patience, and now we're gonna start working on patience. Like, we're always constantly evolving, and growth is never, never linear. And so, if we don't take a look at the things that have happened in our life, especially those really, really hard times, give ourselves grace because we did the best that we could in that time. Or maybe you don't feel like you did the best that you could at that time. But I believe that it happened for you for a reason. And we need to start looking back at those things. So, I want you to look for really overarching themes or overarching lessons. Or just big lessons, like it might have just been one big event that taught you one big thing. It doesn't have to be 50 events that taught you one lesson, right? So list out all the overarching themes and then go ahead and look back at the events that you listed that supported that overarching theme. That theme can now be your message and those stories can now be what you share with people that'll bring more meaning into your life, that will will help you build up others. I also believe that the more you focus on sharing your message through storytelling, the more attractive you are going to be, ultimately. Because the more we know and are vulnerable with the people around us, the more we know about them and what they've gone through, the more Impactful they are in our lives, right? And holy poop, guys! I don't know if you can hear that rain, but once again, I apologize. We are in the Pacific Northwest. (laughs) But okay, so now I want you to take all these lessons and overarching themes, and I want you to really start journaling about all these things and how they bring meaning into your life. What do they mean to your life? Journal about the growth that you have and and maybe some growth that you don't have, some things that you still need to work on. Journal about how you would be able to help others in your life. Journal about what going through these things and learning the lessons you have and how they've impacted you and gifted you in your life. What do these things tell you about the kind of person that you are? Or what core values have you developed because of experiencing these situations? Are there things in your life now that need to be shifted because of your new findings? Whatever you do, as you are uncovering and journaling about all these things, always, always, always remember to give yourself grace. Know that you can take breaks if you need them. This is a, a triggering process and it can bring up a lot of emotions, so be open and go easy on yourself. Know that you can always come back to this exercise when you feel more grounded. A lot of the times, just the simple act of awareness of writing these things down or or just looking into what has actually happened in your life is all it takes to grow and heal from it all so if tears come cool if you need breaks cool it's all part of the process and if you need support i'll be here for you too so you can always reach out if you're not part of our free community join the luminaries community Um, You can find the link in the show notes. We can work on this process together. It doesn't have to be a solo gig if you don't want it to be. But like I said, I also created a guidebook for this exercise. It was created for my summit and it's geared towards business owners. But I think it's also a helpful guide for anyone who's going through this process. So you can download the guidebook. The link is in the show notes below. And until next time, let's learn and grow together because I love you chat next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected, but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support while you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.